for all you iPhone people, we now can get invites to fucking uh, FaceTime. Ooh, it's a thing. We invites can get invites FaceTime. FaceTime. Yes, wait, yes, wait, 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 wait. yes. So that's, they announced they, annu- they announced this at the at the at the iPhone uh, thing, and mm-hmm. so uh, the Apple person has to initiate the conversation for FaceTime, and they have to send you a, a specified link. But if you send it to an Android person, they can then jump into FaceTime. Welcome, now. welcome wow. to the twenty first century. No, nope. <laughs> fuck off, no. fuck off. Yeah, listen, I, listen. I understand that FaceTime is pretty dope because no one uses Google Duo, but we all have Facebook right. Messenger. So, <laughs> right. I'm, I'm just saying, like, you know, we can just get in. We can just, you know, invade as as a just because we're green dots because we're superior at the green color of money. That's right. The color, the color of life. Let them know, Tom. Let them know. Green dots. Wow. If I die tomorrow, I hope you hear these words. I ain't here to flip no birds or sit no sir. Hope the future generations can get this urge. Stay woke, youngin', and avenge these nerds. Uh. Welcome to the Creator Series, an episode of Nerds and Rounds, guys. I'm your host, Sebastian. It's your boy, Law. And your boy, Tone, from across the hall. And re-roll the D20 today, and we got a natural 20 because returning on the show is the one, the only, George, the Dreamer, Medina. George, what's up? What up, fellas? Welcome what's back to on? take two of this, sir. Yes, Thank well, you, the sir. take one doesn't exist. We're, we're, right. Trying, right. we're trying this again. <laughs> this is great. Nah, nah, good. Good to be back. Good to be back for Pretty- the first Second time, whatever. Oh, right, exactly. But the nth time, because you've been on the live show. Yes, you're in the comments. Like you're, you're, you're we've, everywhere. We've had, we've had you on like the the podcast panel, the multi panel. Yes. You know, that was ask, wild. Let, let me ask you a question. The, the, I, and I haven't seen the the video from the lost the lost tape of my interview. Right. The, was it awkward? Like were we awkward at all, or was it like always like kind of chill? Because no, I think I we think, got. I think we got more chilled if everything. Yeah, it was. Like, it went from. Yeah. Like awkward too chill and i think that was just like everybody in regards to doing like all these interviews yeah like because yeah. you're meet we're meet because we're meeting and i'm sure you guys are too we're yeah. meeting people for the first fucking time right like 15 five minutes in the green room right like yeah. hey this is what we do making you comfortable yeah. all that and then you mm-hmm. jump into the lot and jump into the show yeah. and then you asking questions and you kind of get them to talk about themselves which is kind yeah. of the secret sauce and then they get really comfortable and everyone's just kind of so, you cool. know it's funny but, though some people can't get comfortable like some people i just yeah. stay that way and you're like oh like you it, 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 it you know you really then you really have to have questions because because you can't but just i think shoot, we shoot. luck we luck out with like when we have guests like you because we you guys are podcasters as well so right, it, like right. that level of comfort or uh, or discomfort yeah. is very quick lived where true. like you know we start to all get into that groove yeah. of the back and forth yeah. and, and, and you know we drop the guard real quick I mean, it, shit. Uh, like, what we were like a couple conversation, couple couple minutes into our conversation when I was giving you shit about being a Jets fan. Like, that was you know. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shit. Hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> you the hat on us. <laughs> but that, like, you know, I, I enjoyed like you know like having newer people on. Like, you have people where we've known you now. You know. Me, it's again, again, it's no, it's weird because I've known George for forever. Uh, I found them, I found the pictures of George, and it was so weird that I was like, Oh, shit, I've known him this whole time. It's literally been a year since that dark episode that never aired. This is why we don't invest into Skype, (laughs) but you know, like, you know, when I went on, when I went on your show, as much research as you did. Like me saying certain things, you were like, Oh, shit, when'd you do that? Oh, and then it's the same when you came on our show, where I was like, Oh, shit, like. That was the thing that was new. Like I always love those those tidbits. Yeah, no, for so, sure. 
So we know the origin stories because, you know, we, we, we've chit-chatted up. But for those that are out there, please yes. give them the origin story of George, the dream of Medina, the Ooh. man, the myth, the legend. Let's go, Ooh, George. Wow. All right. <laughs> well, okay. So my love for comics started when I was a, a very young kid. Well, actually, I'm lying. I'm already lying. I'm already starting on the wrong foot. I started liking. All right. I, we're going to wrap this shit up. You got to go. <laughs> you got to go. No, no. I, um. I actually started reading comics not until I was like maybe like in the eighth, seventh or eighth grade. That's when I started really reading comics, right? Okay. Before that, it was about the cartoons. Like I was all about the cartoons. Like, you know, I'm, I'm an old ass dude. So like the 80s were my joint. Like I, I loved, I grew up on like He-Man and G.I. Joe and like, you know, Thundercats and all those other cool shows. So that's, that's, that's where I was at. I didn't even know there were G.I. Joe comics until much later on. Okay. And, but I was always into creating my own stuff. Like I never wanted to work for one of these guys. Like I never, my, my aspirations weren't like, oh, yo, I'm going to go work for Marvel or DC, or I'm going to, you know, work for Disney or whatever. I wanted to create my own stuff. And I always wanted to just create my own stories and put those stories out. I want to have my own network as a little kid. Like, you know what I mean? So, um, and so my love for comics started there. And then once I realized I couldn't really draw that well, and the guys always bust on me like, George, you, you're a good artist, dude. I'm like, dude, 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 no, nah, no. Nah. I, 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 I dabble in drawing. I don't really draw like that. Like, you know what I mean? So I started really getting into comics and creating comics when I met um, Sam. I was doing the, you know, you fold the paper in half and you, you know, you draw oh, I remember that. And, you know, that, that, that kind of shit. But I didn't really start using 11 by 17 sheets of paper and, you know, scanning stuff into, into which you don't even do anymore scanning those pages into like the computer and doing stuff digitally until like i want to say oh three when i met uh sam vera who's my co-host on uh catch the craze and yeah it, it jumped from there we, we went from there so wait how did that interact because because i always love that story but like how did you guys meet like what was that like so Sam has a very over-the-top story. Of course he does. Of course he does. Sam. God, the Sam? Sam. Sam have an over-the-top yeah. story? What do you oh, mean? Yeah. So, no, we were... I uh it was it was the summer of no it was, it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was we were it, it was a summer class and, and I took like a like a class like an art class at SVA, School of Visual Arts in the city. And he was taking it too. And that's where we met. We met there, you know, it was a live drawing class. And he'll always tell you the story about the naked dude that was up there. And we had to draw him and blah, 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 blah. Let him tell you that story. But so we um, so we met there. And and on, during one of the classes, the te one of the things was, hey, if you guys have your own stories you want to tell, bring them in and we'll discuss them. So I brought in Russ 5377. At the time, he had a thing called Cosmic Wars. And so he was like, dude, I have a, I'm doing like, I have like a small publishing company called uh, crazy comics you want to get down i was like yo yeah all right cool I, and then i was like i got a friend his name is jonathan syfax can he be down too he's like sure bring him along so boom we all got together and we started this whole crazy comics thing and for years dude we did that we did crazy comics for 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 a while it was it was a long time but what i was telling you guys before i came on and you you we were talking about how the consistency of the shows today which yeah. we'll get into whatever but Back then, bro, and, and this this is the worst thing about being young and stupid, is that you don't have that level of commitment that you have as time goes on, right? And as you get older, and you're like, yo, I better do this shit because time is running out. When you're young, you know, you're in your 20s. You're like, dude, I got all the time in the world, bro. I, I ain't going nowhere. George, yeah. We're still in our 20s, George. Stop it. <laughs> stop it. All right, please. Ow. Please. Ooh. Please stop. Ooh. Who are you talking to? 
<laughs> he's like twenties. Oh, oh I don't. I'm I'm good in my thirties. Exactly. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> no. So so you know what I mean. So my level of commitment at the time wasn't where it is today. Yeah. So today yeah. I can tell Sam, yo, dude, Tuesdays and Wednesdays, you know, seven and eight, let's record and let's get these shows done. You know, back but you in the needed, days. But do you think you needed your twenties to be where you are now? Like, if you had that same level of dedication, would you still, like, be doing the same things that you're doing now? If I had the level of dedication I have to, like, if I knew now, if I knew then what I know now, I'd probably have a lot more money. I wouldn't be in a closet. <laughs> I'd be like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like dude. Harry Potter over here, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I take off this hat. I got a scar. I don't talk about that. Um <laughs> He got, he got he ditched the glasses. He got contacts now. That's He's it, a cool man. kid. Yeah, yeah. So no, nah, I, I think I think I'm I'm happy that where I am today. You know, I'm not. I did no regrets. But do I wish I would have done things differently back then? Absolutely, dude. Like, had I been a little more committed, I think this would have happened sooner than it mm. is now. You know. But yeah, no, it, it it was a good dude. We did a lot of conventions. We we you know we we. We did a lot of fun stuff, man. We have a lot of stories about some of the photos we took. I'm like, damn, dude, I remember that. Like, it's it's a good time. It's a good. It was a good time. But uh, yeah, we we here we are now. Well, you so go ahead. Go ahead, so like so I know because we've spoken to you before. It's like you've got that time when you were with Sam in the beginning, and then you've got the time when you're with Sam now. What what happened? Was there kind of just like a falling off? Did life kind of just take over? And you were just like, we got to put this stuff on the side because like yeah. shit's coming due because we, you know, real life comes a knock and is like, yo, homie, can't be yeah. can't be playing these games no more. You got to you got to start taking care of business. Right. So, so when I started with also, Sam, what's the what's the time frame? Like? Yeah. OK, so I'm going to give you some dates. So two thousand, I think I might have met Sam in like 2001. And, and in two things, and we had a we had a real strong, I think through 2000, and I'm gonna say five or six, right? We're booms going strong. And at the time, and this is this is crazy because at the time I was I was dating a young lady and we were serious, right? So I was a little more focused. I was like, you know, boom, I'm gonna do this, let's get this shit done. And then we broke up. And the moment we broke up, it was that, you know, oh, I'm 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 single now. I'm single and ready to mingle. And I decided that I was this like bachelor and i'm just gonna live my life and fuck comics comics i'm gonna get some girls we're gonna chill and like a little bit of george for everybody huh <laughs> yeah spreading the love. i was spreading the love <laughs> I was like, let it let it do what it do oh, and, and so and so at and so i i i was I, I was reckless i was reckless and you know i it's funny because if we had like an eat true hollywood story and i'm aging myself crazy with that <laughs> <laughs> what what is oh, that man. um but like if we did that it would be like george just stopped showing up to shows <laughs> george just you know what i mean like I, it was like that and i was like holy Fell shit off the face of the earth yo bro and then at that and then that was it you know what i mean like that was it we we we, we lost contact um and we, I continued doing the stuff that I was doing because I, at the end of the day, I still love, you know, writing and creating comics. But, you know, Sam then, you know, he stopped doing his thing. Because let me tell you something. And, and, and if you guys have Sam on the show, the man was committed always, 100%. Never going to talk shit about how committed the man was. He was committed. His, but I think his downfall was that he was so committed, he was coming out of pocket too much to the point where it's like, yo, oh man, tapped out, got to go. And that, that ended the whole thing. So Crazy Comics ended. And then Sam, and not Sam, uh, myself, a friend of mine, Jonathan, who I mentioned, he was the one that I said, yo, yo Sam, I know somebody else. Can he, can he come with me? Jonathan Syfax, he, you know, we stayed together because we were working on a book called Street Journal. 
And Street Journal was a story about this kid who lived in the South Bronx back in the 90s. And he's a writer who's trying to, you know, make a life for his little girl. But the life he lives is a little crazy. He's got a drug dealing cousin and all that other stuff. So it was, it, it, we, you know, we got into that kind of story and we started creating that story. So we stayed working together. And then Anibal, which you guys had on the show also, Anibal Arroyo. Right. He also was part of the Crazy Comics crew at the time. He was drawing Forbidden, which is mm-hmm. out now. Um, you know, Sam's putting it out again now. And so when, when, you know, when the band, you know, disbanded, we decided to create another band. And it was called Mass Media Studios, you know, mm-hmm. Medina, Arroyo, and Syfax. And it was Mass Media Studios. Sam will say that Mas backwards is Sam because that's just what he does. <laughs> but, <laughs> so no surprises still, there. <laughs> he was still there, right? So we created Mas Media Studios and we had a run, bro. We started going, you know, we, we, we did the New York Comic Con for years and we had a booth at, at, at New York Comic Con. I remember. You know, and we, and we did our thing and we did it there. And um, that's when I finished my Rust book. I finished all six issues of Rust. I finished, um, you know, my Wonder Duck book, The Adventures of Wonder Duck. Finished that joint, and yeah, and then and and then um, two years ago, uh, I kind of like I was throwing some stuff. My sister was moving, maybe three or four years ago. My sister was moving out of state, and a lot of the stuff that we kept for conventions was stored in her basement. And I had these like six foot cutout of um, a, a character he had called Cosmic Corp. And I was like, yo, dude, similar to what you saw in the comic. It's, it's yep. pretty similar. Yeah, we, we were going to touch up on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just, I like how cast the craziest, but go ahead. I want you to finish yeah. it. So, so yeah. So I, I decided, I was like, oh, shit. Am I going to throw this shit out? Ah, man. Let me hit him up and see if he wants this shit back. And that's when Catch the Craze came back. Mm. And that's where we are today. So, so I want to touch up on this. So, again, for Moss Media, you did Russ 5377 mm-hmm. for Darks. Um, I believe it was um, J.M. DeSantis's company, yes. um, Dark yes, Fire Press. You did uh, Wonder, The Adventures of Wonder Duck. Mm-hmm. Um, you now have Catch the Crazies, which you are not only the writer, you're a letterer, but you also did the lettering for Forbidden. So it shows that you're not just only a writer, not only have you been an artist, you've yeah. also worked in lettering. Um, you have a lot to your name already in the catalog. And I met you w- with Mass Media. So again, you guys took a little bit of real life for what you guys went through in that reunion and you put it in Catch the Crazies, which I thought was dope. What inspired you guys to actually make yourselves the main characters for Catch the Crazies? Which by the way, for everyone who's listening to this, by then they might have Kickstarter number four, but they've already had three <laughs> successful Kickstarters. Yeah. Kickstarter number five. Listen, they're gonna be on Kickstarter number ten because y'all put yeah. out the first one Dude, and I blinked and y'all I, had yeah, three. I and I was yeah, like, I was like this, yeah, is, this is this is odd. How. I never Yeah, I don't know how it happened so dude. I don't know how that happened so fast, but I was like, What? Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, no, we so when the show came back, and, and you guys know, because you guys, mm-hmm. you know, nerds of the round, you are constantly trying to get those subscribers, right? right. Subscribers from YouTube and all that other stuff, right? Because you want to, you want your channel to grow, channel to grow. So part of the, the, I guess, the marketing plan was, you know what? Sam created this crazy character called the crazy man, right? And it's just him in an afro running around doing crazy stuff, right? So he started doing little <laughs> quick little tidbits of that stuff, videos and stuff like that. And he's like, yo, all right, that's cool. And then we had our 200th episode. And during our 200th episode, um, Daphne Lage, who's a, a great artist. I don't know if you guys you guys should probably have her on the show, dude. She does some amazing work. Um, she, Shout out to Daphne. There you go. <laughs> we, we, um, we asked her to, and we asked you guys and everybody that to, to just do a video um, saying, hey, you know, uh, you know, catch the craze, whatever, 200th episode, congratulations, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. 
So she did one. And in her video, she had a, a little thing running across the, the bottom of her thing. And she said, did you catch it? And that was like, wait, that that's kind of cool. Like crazy. You know, like what if you, what if, what if, and then Sam started, you know, hit the bottle. He's like, you know what? Let me, how do, how do I figure that out? <laughs> hit that Jameson hard and, and it hit him so hard that he's going to kill me. Oh I don't care. He, 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 he's added to a list of things. <laughs> So what you're saying is that Sam and Dennis have to be guests on the same episode when we're doing it in person. Yo. That's what you said. No, no, it's, it's Sam, Dennis, and Jameson. Like that's yeah. right, that's right, it. right. The trio. <laughs> we just we just let them have a show and just put a camera on. Let yeah. it do what it. Let it do what it do. Yeah. Um, but then then he was like, oh shoot, what if what if there are levels of crazy, right? What if you have mm. hyper crazy, super crazy, and all these little levels of crazy? And then what if you have to catch them, right? And so he and so we we got together and he was like, yo, I have an idea for this thing called the crazies, right? And he I was like, oh shit, that's cool. He he commissioned this artist from like I think he's from Poland to draw these characters out. And then he threw in our caricatures. And it was like, oh shoot. What if we're in the story now? You know, what if it, the story is not just about the crazies, it's about us trying to catch those crazies. What if it's just catch the crazies, right? So that's where it went. And let's incorporate, you know, our come up, our story. And so that's where that kind of whole thing came together. And um, it's been fun, dude. Like, you know, I, I've never worked with Sam writing together. Like we've never worked yeah. this way. As long as mm. I've known him, we've always had our own projects. He had Cosmic Gorf. He had There's an Alien in My Toilet. I had Russ. At the time, I only had Russ when I was working with him. So we never actually got to work together on the project. This was the first project we worked together. And 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 yeah, it's 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 been great, dude. Like, you know, we're four. Well, at this point, I don't know where we'll be, but four <laughs> issues deep for sure. Like I can tell you, we've written four ten, issues. Ten issues. <laughs> I'm calling. I'm, listen, I'm calling. I'm putting it out there right now. So, so um, yeah. So, yeah, no, that, that's, that's how Catch the Crazies came about. So what is it like now that you guys are actually working on something? Because I've had a similar experience with Tommy where like me and Tommy have always done our own things. But when we did uh, You Can't Be Serious, it was the first time we actually got to write together. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, oh, snap. So like, what's the dynamic of like how much you give input or how much you like give liberty, you know? Yeah. I think I think when you're working, when you're collaborating with another creator, with mm. another creative person, there has to be a, a, a strong level of respect. You have to respect what each Absolutely, one of you yeah. does and what each one of you can bring to the table. If there is no respect, like just like any relationship, right? You guys are married, right? Well, you know, whatever. We're, well, I'm not married. You're not married, but I have a girlfriend. You, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whatever. You know, it is what it is. It's, it's, it's team me and George right now. <laughs> and team Tony and Steve. So, so relationships, that's, it's about, it's about that respect, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. So, when it came with, with, with Sam, the way we work it is, he goes, because he said to me, he goes, yo, George, you want to write this? And I was like, word? He's like, yeah, yeah, you want to, yeah, fuck it, write it, you know? I was like, bet. So I, I, so I, I, so I write the script. So I, I'm, I, we plotted it out together. We sat down, we plotted it out. This is what it's going to be. This is what we're going to talk about. You know, boom, beats, beats, this and that. And then I'll go in there and I'll write the scripts by themselves. So I'll start, I'll, you know, I'll have my notes and I'll start writing the script. I'll put the script, I'll complete the script, and then we'll have like a table read of the script. And, you know, with voices and all that shit. This guy's fucking nuts, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, he is uh, a crazy man. Come on. Yeah. Crazy man indeed. So, you know, we do that. And then and then if we find, you know, the dialogue isn't working or, or you know, we need to move this, the pace is a little off, we'll break it down and we'll start, you know, we'll start mm. chopping it up and doing whatever we got to do. And then we're ready to rock. So we we work very well together in that sense. And I think that part of it also is 
listen, man, at the end of the day, when you're working with somebody, somebody's going to be the creator of the project and you're working with them on that project, right? Mm. As far as I'm concerned, he created the crazies. That's his joint. I'm coming in to help. So at the end of the day, if he says, yeah, man, that doesn't work. I bet. What do you want to do? It's your book. It's your story. What do you want? Mm. You let me know what you want. Cause I, you have to realize you have to know where you're at. You, you know what I mean? Like, and, and I'll give my, and I'll give you my feedback. I'll tell you, Hey man, I don't think that works because of this. Think about it. Let's get back together and talk about it because I don't think it works for this reason. You know? And, and mm-hmm. that the, the respect says, all right, you know what? That's yeah. Maybe, maybe that way is better. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I think you need to have that when you're working with somebody for sure. Definitely. Yeah. And so looking like you talking about that and how you and Sam came together to write the comic, how does that play when you guys do the show? So we've all, we've all been on your show and you guys seem to have your own specific cadences and roles and you've got the hot mic and you're like doing most of the talking. And then Sam comes in like a fucking shark coming <laughs> in, it's you. And then he's the back sucker punch. And then Dude, just I swear around to God, waiting. that man is a rogue. Uh, he just comes so, in, stab, stab, gone. So was that, did you, did you guys get that as a, as you, as you worked out the kinks of the show? Did you guys kind of establish your roles? And like, I know for the three of us, we all kind of have our specific roles in our shows. So yeah. like, could you tell yeah. us about that for, uh, for your show? Yeah. So we never really actually kind of talked about how it was going to work out. We kind of just said, well, you know, here's the mic, let's do it. And so, okay. So Fo- let me go. Follow up. I was going to say. Is the dynamic the same as when you first did it yeah, as it dude. is now? That's the other shit. And it's so weird. And and I, and I and I don't know if you guys have friends like this where you don't talk to somebody for years. And the minute you talk to them again, it's like you guys Pop right back in. Contact, right. Like yeah. you never like it was like yesterday I spoke to this dude. And that's how it was. I hadn't seen this guy. And honestly, because of the way that I told you things kind of like went, I thought maybe it was going to be a little awkward. You know what I mean? Mm. But it wasn't, dude. It was like. Boom, we just went jumped right back into it. Because years ago, we did catch the craze. Catch the craze started way back in like 05 mm. and 04, 05. It started way back then. And, and it was at a time where there were no podcasts. They, the podcasting wasn't a thing. It wasn't even, it wasn't cool to do a podcast. What's a podcast? These, these, <laughs> yeah, these, exactly. these things weren't cool, dude. This These were like, you know, like, uh, what, there's something about Mary. You know what I mean? Remember something about Mary? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like, that's what this was. You know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't cool. Now it's cool. And and we so we did it back then. We did it with a VHS freaking with the big ass, you know, recorders and stuff like that. It was old school. And even back then we had, um, you know, it was always, it was always, okay, we're going to interview people and we're going to do it this way. But Sam has always been hands off. And like you said, he comes in and, just, and then just bounces. <laughs> but he's always been very hands off. Let's just, let's just organically see what happens. And that's exactly what the show is. Um, organically, we just see what happens. I listen to a lot of sports radio. I love sports radio, right? Like that's all I do. I, 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 you know, I listen to the radio all the time. So I listen to the way, you know, there's always that guy that drives the show and then there are guys that come in and there's that camaraderie. So that's kind of like what the show is like. We, we, you know, I'll tell you what's coming up. Sort of like what, you know, Seabaz does, you know, and then, and then everybody else comes in and they do their own thing, but they own, everybody brings something to the table. You know what I mean? Sam is very knowledgeable in, in a lot of the marketing, a lot of this behind the scenes shit, dude, like this stuff, no, like it's, this, it's, techn- it's work, it, it's work, it's work. And the dude does that part of it. You know what I mean? It's almost like he does all the behind the scenes stuff. We have a joke, some guy named Herb always fuck shit up in, in the show but that's you know it's just because it's a one man show. show like herb no there's no herb dude it's him he's just you just can't admit that you know what i mean you can't i love uh, that there's an imaginary scapegoat 
<laughs> yeah, that's what it is. But yeah, so so that's how we do it, dude. It, it just it's organically. It just it just kind of formed its its way that way. When we when we sat down and said, okay, what are we gonna do when we bring it back? I was like, dude, there are so many guys we've met in the industry. Let's just interview them because it's catch the craze. It's always been about the independent artist. Let's continue that. Let's add a couple of segments in. We're gonna need a couple of things to fill in the stuff. You know what I mean? So we got the get your meds uh, segment in there. You know what I mean? We threw that in. We started doing indie news where we just talk about our stuff. And if we know somebody has some stuff coming out we'll talk about them at the very end the shameless plug so we you know we we've structured it a certain way so that it's not just a dead air and we're actually there's like there's like some kind of structure so that we're not just hey, okay what are we going to talk about today like <laughs> we know what we're going to be talking about so so yeah. when was it at the point um because i know that's you know some of the segments are recorded that you guys get together you put together it gets the editing um done beautiful graphics by the way because again you guys have a lot of stuff that's working there to keep everybody yeah. entertained and informed yeah. when was it that you guys decided to go live so so pa the pandemic right the pandemic was crazy mm. we before pre-pandemic um we i used to drive out to jersey once a month and we would record four shows in two nights. No, twice a month I would go out there. We would record four shows in two nights. And those four shows were for the month. So if I went out there in May, you know, the beginning of May, we would record all four shows in those two days for the month of May. Then I would come back out there in June, record those four shows, whatever like that. That's how we did it. And we would still be, and it would just be, we would just record them. And then we would just put, put them up every Friday so that we had stuff every Friday. Then the pandemic hit. And it was like, holy crap, how are we going to do this? Skype, you know? Uh, boy, there were a few other shit that we tried. Zoom worked the best. So once Zoom hit, we were like, yo, okay. Now we're recording every Tuesday and Wednesday. Now we have shows. Now we're recording shows, 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 shows. The live stuff started happening because we were like, you know what? Maybe we should do a, a live show once a month. And that's what we started doing. We started doing a live show once a month where we would just, it would just be us talking about whatever, or we'll have a, uh, you know, we'll have a guest on the show, whatever. And it was just once a month, we would just do a live show and that was it. And then we started recording so many shows in advance that we weren't, we weren't really doing, we didn't have anything to do on Tuesdays and Wednesdays anymore because we had recorded all the way out till July. But what happened is it's hard to pre-record shows because like we're having right now, I don't know where cr the crazies will be. So it's kind of hard to promote the because I don't know what. So we were like, okay, we're too far advanced. We're having these guests come on. They have no idea what they're going to be doing in August and it's only March. So let's chill. And then we teamed up with a, not teamed up. We, we started working with a guy who, um, who does a lot of uh, representation for a lot of Kickstarter uh, uh, campaigns. And he said, hey, man, I have a, a few guys that have uh, Kickstarter campaigns. Can you put them on the show? And we we're like, well, we can't because we already recorded these shows. And then we were like, you know what? But maybe we just do live shows for them. And that's how the live shows on Tuesdays and Wednesdays came about. Because now we're doing live shows just for Kickstarters. If you have a Kickstarter, come on the show and, you know, and we'll promote the fact that you have that Kickstarter. Because it's live now. It's, it's, it's real time. And if your campaign's going to finish tomorrow, at least you know, hey, this is the last day. Let's do it. So that's that's where the live shows came came about. Going going back to even, uh, so you you had you had a show in the beginning. You guys took the break, went back to it. Was there a point in the beginning that kind of you know applied to the second half where you guys were like, we're really onto something? Like, do you remember that? Like, yo, yeah. this is the, like we all have like our episode for us, Ooh. and we were like that's the episode we feel like we got our shit together 
for oh, you, what's, what is that episode in the beginning? Because you have essentially two parts to your story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I honestly don't remember which show it was, to be honest, because it was so long ago, dude. Like, it was, it was a very long time ago. Mm. But Jonathan, and I, and I mentioned Jonathan Savage because I've known Jonathan for a long time. Jonathan, he, he's a funny dude. Like, he's a low-key funny guy. Like, mm. you know what I mean? Like, he's shy and stuff like that. But you put the camera on that man. He lights up. I'm like, yo, what the hell? <laughs> so, so, so Sam and him are very, uh, very much alike. with their hams for the camera. They like to dress up and yeah, do do goofy shit. So he had a character called John with books, and it was like this dude, you know, dressed in like this, this like suit kind of semi suit. He sat in the table. He sat in the chair and he read books to people and shit like that. And and, and that's where like kind of like we we're like, yo, this could be really freaking fun, dude. Like we can really just go off on like some like crazy kind of podcast show. And I think that that, that was the show that it, that we were like, yo, this is kind of cool. We should keep doing this. And then we just broke up. But that was like, kind of like the way it kind of, it kind of went. Did you think like early on, it was like a, like an impromptu adjacent, however you want to put it, like how it's early, how it's Howard Stern kind of show. Yeah. Not with all the crazy, crazy, but no, you know, I in know. that same, in that same vein. You know what it was with, with Catch the Craze? Uh, even at the beginning, it was always a means to an end, right? It's like, mm. okay, we're not getting the exposure we want to get as independent artists. Let's create that exposure. Let's create a show where we can, you know, promote ourselves and also promote other people on the show. So it, it was it was, it was, was this before this was even a thing. Like, it, it was really ahead of its time. Like, it, it, it's it's kind of crazy that even now you're like, oh, shit, you know, let's interview other... Because I think the independent artist has always been around and we've always been like the unsung hero of this genre. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like the, 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 the Hellboys of the time were like, well, what the fuck is that? Like, nobody knew, like, some of these some of these movies that are out, you didn't even know they were graphic novels or they, you didn't even know they were comics, but yep. they were. And and that's part of, like, what the, the, the indie is. And I think that that's what it was. Even back then, um, we Bar -bar. it was just a means. It was just a means to an end. Yeah, it was just a means to an end. And that's why the show, that's why we started the show. And then it just went from there. I want to showcase my favorite scene from episode one of Catch, issue one of Catch the Crazies. Oh, man. Which one is this? Uh, the fucked up nickname? Damn it. Well, that's funny too. This <laughs> yeah. right here. We're looking at George. Oh. I don't want to give too much away, but George it has definitely the story for that. Dude. <laughs> and again, dog. this is <laughs> let me tell you something. That, you took that, this for real life too, again. Yeah. Right? That really happened. I mean, the dog, I don't know, maybe he wasn't that little. Oh, that or that big. But <laughs> yo, when because okay, so so going back to like that scene. Sam is an is an, is a big advocate uh, uh, of saving you know just dogs that are that are like either mistreated or they just have a rough life. So he him and his wife are very good about saving these animals. So they have quite a few dogs and you know dogs and pets in the house, and some of them you know have been through some stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I was upstairs recording a show, and I was getting ready to go downstairs to leave, and. One of the dogs decided, nah, bro, you ain't leaving. <laughs> and got me. I was like, 
yo, he got me. It wasn't as bad as it seemed. But at the time, I'm like, yo, dude, this really, he really tried to get me. And so we threw that into the story because, you know, it was just like, it really, it did happen. But it was like, I couldn't believe I had just, I was like, yo, I'm in your house. Like, but, but it, it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was funny as heck. So we just threw it in there uh, just for good measure, just to throw it into the, into the book. But it's fun, man. The, the book is a fun, it's a fun, right? Um, you know, we're up to issue, well, okay, three real lifetime. And hopefully by the time, you know, this comes out, we'll be, you know, deeper into the story. But graphic novel. Yeah, dude, it, it's, it's, yeah. it's been, it's been a, it's been a good time to, to, um, to write. And I hope, I hope, you know, and you guys have, if you guys have checked it, I hope you guys are enjoying it also. Cause oh yeah. You know, we, we're enjoying it. Oh yeah. You got our wallets. We're like fry, like take my money. Just throwing <laughs> it at you, bro. But, um, no, I, I the, the question though, I did have for you guys, you guys, just did PowCon, um, one of the first live shows that you guys did since yeah. the pandemic. Um, and one of the cool things I thought um, that you guys got to do at PowCon was actually do a podcast panel and speak to yes. people about getting into podcasting. Um, again, you guys are big indie advocates. You're always the voice of the indie artists, the indie creators that are out there. How did it feel? Voice of the people. The yeah, voice people. of the people. How did it feel to actually now be doing a panel teaching people what you guys do to help them take their craft to the next level. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm going to start by saying, dude, I love Sal LaMedico. He is the well, promoter. Awesome. He's the promoter of the show. Um, we went into that podcast uh, panel expecting not, not, not a lot, not, you know, you would, you know, in, in, in the scheme of things, we're very small fish. Right. But um, I, I thought we were going to have like a room, a table, some mics. We didn't. <laughs> we didn't have any of that stuff, which whatever it is, what it is. But when we sat down, what we did notice was that there were a group of cosplayers there that were really interested in learning how to kind of do this and had some really cool questions, dude. Like, And it made me realize like how important what we do is, right? The information that we put out there and how, I guess, to a certain extent, how easy we make it look. Right. Because it's not it's not it's not easy. It's not. I mean, the equipment you have to have and, and the patience you need to have to to, you know, figure all of this stuff out is not so easy. But if you wanted to do a podcast panel, all you really need is a mic and a computer and some headphones. Right. And and enough enough gumption and enough desire to learn and do what you got to do. Get yourself a YouTube channel and all that stuff. So we were able to talk about that. And it felt great, dude. It felt great to be able to, you know, pay that forward. And just let people know, hey, dude, look, listen, man, you you guys can do this too. There was a one of the one of the one of the cosplayers um, asked a question about whether or not you know they thought we thought that they were artists, and I'm like, dude, are you kidding me? Like, like you thought are, the cost like thought the cosplayers were artists? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, you are an art. Hell yeah, you're an artist, dude. Yeah. You you put together these these costumes, right? You 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 take your time to do. You create these things, and then not only that, once you're in costume, you become this actor actress. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like you just go out there and you perform this because a lot of guys, a lot of people get into character. So mm -hmm. hell yeah, like you know, and and I and I thought that was odd. I was like, damn, you know, like of course you are. You know, like I think that we all are artists. You right. know what I mean? We're all creating. We're all putting these things together. And and I, I thought that that was it. It, it was humbling for that. Like, you could see the the how humble that person was asking that question. I was like, nah, you're totally an artist, dude. Definitely an artist. You know? 
Yeah, so much, awesome. so much time and effort and all that stuff that goes into it. Like you know, if you're ma- if you're making something, you you are an artist. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I've to- I've had to tell cosplayers, I'm like, you realize that I have friends who work in the industry mm. and they are working as a part of a team for the wardrobe department. Right. You are essentially being the entire wardrobe you're department the wardrobe. by yourself. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like yes. you're, you're that whole team Facts. by yourself. And yeah. then now you're going to put on a costume, like you said, <clears throat> and go act and like yeah. portray this character. Right. Dude, that's that's big you know, big. And, you, big and you're making stuff with like materials that you can find online mm-hmm. and you don't right. have like crazy, yeah. crazy yeah. production to, right. to make stuff for you. You're just yes. doing this. And then you're making hand. it comic. And you're making it comic or screen accurate. Like Are more you? more accurate than what we want. No, on, like, on no TV. wait, wait. Like, come on. Here's here's <laughs> the cos here's the cosplay question now. What are you and Sam gonna do if a pair of cosplayers come up to your table and they cosplayed you guys from Cast the Crazies? Oh, Bro. that would be so <laughs> that would be like what? Are you, dude? That would be it. Be over. I think full, I'd full be, circle. Yo, for real. That's that's like the dream right there. It's that would be amazing. I don't even know what I would do to be honest with you. I freaking hug him, kiss him. I have no idea what I would do. It's insane. Yeah, that would be crazy. I feel like it would almost be like when like. Uh, Kevin Smith and like Jason Mewes like see like Jay and Silent Bob oh, yeah, like yeah, oh yeah. shit that'd be the same like oh shit right. it's us absolutely dude hell yeah hell yeah that's awesome and so so for you and Sam what is the what's the end game for you guys so like what's so, the grand vision that you guys eventually hope to work in towards yeah so when when i started the interview remember i told you i wanted like my own network and like i want to do my own like i, I okay maybe not the network but i definitely want to see like my stuff. yeah i, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I definitely want to see my stuff up whether it's the big screen or the small screen you know along the lines of like you know disney plus what yeah. they're doing with their with their characters just having something on tv whether it's a cartoon or anything like that that's that's personally what i've always wanted for like my characters for like the russes and, and the wonder dogs that's what i've always wanted for for my um for my thing right now what we're doing is you know we, we've always you know we've gone down this path of, of independent publishing and right now what, we're, what we are trying to do is you know kind of leave the publishing to the publishing houses and create content for that publishing house you know what i mean like so create our books create our characters do, do our books write our book you know and then have somebody okay we're going to publish this now and and big shout out big shout out to jm desantes because he's got dark fire press and he actually took on um the, the 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 task and it's a huge task bro of you know publishing the adventures of wonder duck and he's been able to get me on you know, on Amazon, on Barnes and Nobles, Comixology, something that I didn't have to do that legwork. I could just sit down and create the next uh, issue of, you know, or the next few issues of Wonder Duck, which they're in production right now. Um, and I'm planning something for next year for Wonder Duck for sure. But as far as the, for the for the crazies right now, what we want to do is we want to see if we can get that published through a, through a publishing house and, and, and go from there. Nice. That's bro. Yeah. I mean, George, it's always a pleasure having you on, brother, because again, it's, yeah, it's you're, you're part of the extended you, Sam, uh, Aniba, Jonathan, you guys are part yeah, of the, the extended nerds family. Dude, for sure, bro. Um, um, but I, I do have one more closing question because yeah, you guys go. told Law that this. you didn't ask this question, which oh. I was like, no, I remember. For oh, some- word, we can get <laughs> revenge. Sam who asked this question. Yeah, I, I got, yeah, I can't hear you. I didn't get, and I didn't, and I didn't, I didn't get any. This is coming off. This is, 
But let, Yo, let, dude, let, honestly, wait, hold on. Before you ask the question, <laughs> Tone, my man, listen to me. I don't know what these two are talking about. Okay, I don't. I may, maybe we <laughs> no, didn't ask the question. No, but no, yo, honestly, I bro, honestly, I, I think that subconsciously, Sam and I looked at each other through through the through the because we're like we're not we're not fucking with, with, with Tom. We're not fucking with Tone right now. <laughs> look, look, at, look, look, look at that mustache, dog. Uh-uh. No. <laughs> Fuck us up. Forget it. We're gonna meet this guy one day. No, we're not doing it. <laughs> so I got one for you because I am a big wrestling fan. So we're gonna take the crazy crew. We're gonna take Sam, George, Aniba, and Jonathan. You are all in a battle royal hosted by WWE Vince McMahon. Ah, right, right. Who is going on? Who is uh going over the top rope first, and who is going to be the last man standing? Wow, <laughs> who's going over the top rope first? I'm gonna tell you this, and I don't know what Aniba said because he said he was gonna be a funky question. I don't know if this was it, no. but. I'm going to tell you this. I think, and this is what should happen, Sam will go over the top rope. I will tell you why. Because all three of us will need to get that man out of the out of the ring first. It's all strategy. It's got nothing to do with Braun. None of that bullshit. It's like, yo, this guy is the biggest guy. Let's get rid of the biggest guy. And let's, and let, yeah, exactly. And let's see where the chips fall after that, fellas. All right? Let's see what happens. That's and at funny. the end of the day, I got to say, I will be the last man standing just because I'm the one be answering the question. But, yes, the first man over the top rope will be Yo, Sam. And it's I because love the three of that us the general will... consensus is get rid of Sam <laughs> first. Yep. And we good. We good. got to happen, dude. You can't, you can't <laughs> let the biggest dude stay in the ring. Like, Yo. Nah, man. Yo, that's too bad. Nah, that's how it's going down. Yeah. But, this, oh, this, but thank you for coming on again, George. Again, nah, guys, check them out. Catch the crazy. Catch um again. Catch catch the craze podcast. You can find them on YouTube, Spotify. Yeah, you can find them sure. everywhere on the internet. His books, man. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Go go to get your meds with a z.com. Get your meds.com to check out all of my books and all of my stuff is on there. And then um my I started an Instagram page for the adventures of Wonder Duck because next year in uh in the in the spring. I'm hoping to have um, a Kickstarter for the next chapter of uh, The Adventures of Wonder Duck. So hey, that's, that's going to happen that's next up. year. So, yeah, so if you guys, you know, just check out my uh, my Instagram page and then uh, there's a link right to the page there. So, so guys, this oh. is another awesome creative series of Nerds Around. It's your boy Sebastian. It's your boy Long. It's your boy Tone from across the hall. Jam it, that flow is fire. Tell me, yo, you for hire. I've been staying for years. I grow old, but never grow tired. Me and my brothers are dragons and lions. Never met another MC that I would consider higher. I don't carry a gun and didn't come with the prior. I take care of my son and my wife is my fire. Half these rappers live their life in denial. They spit rhymes. Nah, it's like a dive in a file. If I die tomorrow, I hope you hear these words. I ain't here to flip no birds, or sip no syrup. Hope the future generations can get this urge. Stay woke, youngin', and eventually. These nerds, uh-huh.